Sophie and the Shadow Woods The Goblin King By Linda Chapman and Lee Weatherly Read by Joan Walker 1. Hidden in the Shadows Sophie Smith crouched on the roof of the garden shed. Pushing her thick blonde fringe from her eyes, she thought through the obstacle course she was about to do. Down the drain pipe, over the flower bed, across the monkey bars, over the fence, and then back to the shed, she muttered. Easy. Her best friend Sam was standing on the grass below with a stopwatch. So the winner is the quickest one to get back here with the key, he checked. The wind ruffled his spiky red hair. Sophie grinned. You mean the magic key that Dracula's stolen, she corrected him. She and Sam had found a wooden box in her grandpa's wardrobe when they'd been playing hide-and-seek a few hours earlier. Inside the box was a large iron key, carved with strange and beautiful patterns with a hole in the centre. Sophie had never seen it before, but it looked so interesting that she and Sam had immediately invented a game with it. She planned to put it back before Grandpa got home. For the rest of that morning, she and Sam had pretended it was a magic key that they had to rescue from Dracula's castle. It had been great fun, and after lunch, the game had turned into a timed obstacle course in the garden. While some of the girls in her class at school liked to play games about fairies and others liked to giggle about boys, Sophie's favourite things to do were having races, playing on her skateboard, and going to taekwondo classes. She lived in jeans and t-shirts, and though she had long blonde hair down to her waist, she never put ribbons or bows in it. When she grew up, she wanted to be a stunt woman in films. Now she looked across the garden, her green eyes narrowing as she got ready. She was determined to be the fastest. Are you going to time me then, Sam? Yep. Sam poised his finger above the stopwatch. On your marks. Get set. Go! Sophie jumped onto the drainpipe and slid down it as fast as she could. The second her trainers touched the ground, she was off. She sprinted across the grass, her blonde ponytail bouncing up and down. Leaping over the flower bed, she ran to the climbing frame. As she reached the top, she flung herself onto the monkey bars and wriggled her way across, swinging her body from side to side. On the platform on the other side, she hesitated, but decided not to bother with the ladder. Instead, she jumped, feeling a moment of scary weightlessness before she landed. She bounced to her feet and was off again. Excitement buzzed through her as she charged to the end of the garden and scrambled over the fence. There was a wood on the other side, a thick, deep forest called Shadow Woods, with tall trees that shut out the light. No one ever went in there, and at school people whispered stories of strange things that had been seen moving through the gloom. Sophie didn't really believe them, but even so she rarely played in the woods, and only that morning her grandpa had warned her again not to go into them. She remembered that now. We're not really going into the woods, she told herself as she ran to the first oak tree. The key was nestling in its roots. Sophie grabbed it, but as she straightened up, something pale and human-sized seemed to move in the trees. Startled, she stopped and stared. What was that? But the shadows were dark and still again. Pants! She'd wasted time. 
Turning round, Sophie climbed back over the fence and raced to the shed, clutching the key. Home! she gasped triumphantly as she hit the shed door with her hand. Sam clicked the stop button. So, how long did it take me to rescue the magic key? Sophie demanded. One minute, 7.04 seconds. Not bad, Sophie thought. If she hadn't hesitated by the tree, then she'd have been even faster. She glanced back at the woods. She'd been sure she'd seen something move there. But no, she couldn't have. My turn. Sam chucked her the stopwatch and started to climb nimbly onto the shed roof. Meanwhile, Sophie jogged back to replace the key by the oak tree. As she climbed over the fence, the woods felt strangely still. There wasn't even a single bird singing. Goosebumps prickled over her bare arms. Oh, you're being silly, she told herself firmly. There's nothing new.